He sit back and watch for the bullshit. Because you know what's coming. 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 Welcome to BS with Brian Simpson, episode 15. We got a first today. I have a guest. That's never happened before. Um, yeah, my, my my brother from D.C. Yeah. Trevor Joyner. What's, what's going on, bro? Nothing. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. You Are you visiting back or are you just back back? No, I'm back back. Oh, word, word. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, let's get right into it, man. We, it's a lot of... A lot of a lot of weird uh weird shit happening this week. Um you said uh uh the, the journalist, the journalist that got chopped up in <laughs> Yeah. In what was it, uh Turkey or Saudi Arabia? One of them places. I think it was Saudi Arabia, I it, feel like. Yeah, he was the it was it's almost like the Saudis don't even care that we know it was them. It was like they just they told like the worst lie. Yeah. Oh, he was in a bar fight. I thought alcohol was illegal over there. Yeah, and the the lie didn't last long. Like they, they, they weren't willing to die with the lie. <laughs> like it's like, did you do it? Nah. Did you do it? Nah. Did you do it? Ah. Right, let me tell you what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like all kind of, you know, it, to me it was like the Ben Roethlisberger thing, where it's like, it was like his pieces of his body was found um, at the consulate, and then and then, the, but the cameras was all. Yeah. All the cameras that would have helped us tell so how the, it got the, there was all gone. Shit. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's like you know, if, if you're gonna maintain some plausible deniability, you can't do shit like that. Yeah, it's it's, it's out the it's suspicious. Yeah, like the, you the, know what the, I mean? the, the camera that the camera that, that would have proved your innocence or guilt right. just so happened to be the one camera like, come on, that is uh, uh, going know, on the on the maintenance. We know we watched the first forty eight. We know how this <laughs> shit goes. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can't you can't fool. But you know what's gonna happen? They're gonna make a movie about that. I got Two three years, this could be a movie about this shit. But play I, by play. Here's what I don't know. Do you know um, what was he about to expose? That was I don't know. No, I just was seeing the shit that he got chopped up. Like it was, I don't, I don't know what he, I don't know what he was doing over there and what the purpose was. I just know I was seeing updates like, oh, it was just a bar fight, and it's like, oh, he's cool though. He on the way home, and the next thing you know. Nah, he got chopped yeah, up. His, you know what I'm um, his name was Estrogen? No, Jamal Kasagi. Okay. Ferociously murdered. Saudi started on journalists. Um, yeah, but it doesn't say well, what was he on to. Right. You don't I just, just you don't, Cause why can't you just kill a motherfucker? Why do you have to chop somebody up into pieces? It's the Middle East, bro. They don't they don't just kill nobody. Everything is <laughs> listen. Violence is super next level. There, car bump. Like they not just. You know what I mean. Also though, if you chop a motherfucker up, you was really trying to like send make the sure message. that yeah 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 you was trying to send the message, but also you don't really want them to be found. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't a shot to this. Like you chop a motherfucker up, you trying to really dispose of. But then, you know what I'm saying? But then how do you leave pieces? <laughs> Outside the at, bar. At a government building. No, nah, that's the consulate. <laughs> oh, they left pieces? At, I didn't know they left the pieces at. Yeah, it's like they, well, they found pieces of them there. Because immediately, because I don't know. I, I mean, it's weird how, like, the U.S. government can sometimes, um, how they can reveal that they know some shit. 
uh, but not really reveal how they know some shit because they spying on everybody. Yeah. Somehow they was looking for that motherfucker that's, right away. That's that's the equivalent of, hey, I, I got to tell you something, <laughs> but, I, but I can't tell you where I heard it at. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know she didn't rob that liquor store because yeah. I was uh, peeping in her bedroom window. Right, it's like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, we, so we guilty of all type of shit, man. I, I, yeah. Nah. I'm, I'm trying not to be cynical, man. I'm trying not to be cynical. It, right, right now, a big thing that's going on is the uh, um, a lot of my trans friends or LGBT friends are uh-huh. like up in arms about. Um, so basically, the Trump administration is trying to define trans people as not real. Like, wait, 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 not not real is like you're not trans or like not as human beings real. As in, as in, there's no such thing as trans. Uh, in, in in an effort to to so that they're not protected under the Civil Rights Act. Wait, what? You know what I mean? Because because that's not that's going no longer that's going no longer be a category that we're like if you discriminated against because you're trans, right. it ain't gonna the, matter. It, it ain't discrimination, right? Exactly. So why, why is Trump and these niggas? They think of the worst shit to like, <laughs> like but, to pass. Like, but, but you know what I mean? That, somebody described it to me as like the canary in the coal mine thing, where it's like, okay, Brian, you're not trans. Why do you care? But it's like, it's like so. No matter what, no matter what part of like civil rights or whatever we're in, it's like trans people are always like the least anybody give a fuck about. You know what right. I mean? So so it's like I think that that's why they starting with trans people. Oh, okay. You saying it's like you turn on trans street to get the nigga road. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't trust them, dog. I don't uh, trust them. They, because it's like if you could just like without Congress or nothing, like you could if you can just decide just, just start that trans people ain't people up. was like that then what who's next? You know why? It's because I don't think niggas would be, you know what it is? It's because trans people don't have like they Martin Luther King yet. You know what I'm saying? They ain't had they, they ain't had they major war with this shit yet. But they you know have, but they have though. In America? I mean, I don't know if, I, be, be, well, well, I feel like they just, they just getting a, well, the thing is, trans is a new, mixtape is just dropping. Trans is you know a new, is? um, it's a new term. Uh But like the lady, um, I was talking to you earlier about Stonewall, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. The lady that, Threw the brick at Stonewall. I mean, at the time, she didn't consider herself trans because no one used that word. What 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 year are we talking? What, this what? is uh, this is. I think Stonewall was seventy. Hold on, don't, don't. No, yeah. I ain't trying. Or, to just, my, or you could just say the seventies, like if that. Was, yeah, I ain't it. trying to get my head bit. No, no, no. no. I yeah, was just it, it, no. Actually, I think it was it was it was. Uh, so she died in eighty four. Yeah. So yeah, if Stonewall was like seventy nine or something. Okay, and they did a movie about it. And it was a big uproar about that because they replaced her with a white guy. Like, oh, they oh, they made like a white dude like the center of the story, and he, I don't even think he was real one. Uh-huh. And and uh, but they made they made him because her she's famous because she it's it's disputed whether she threw a brick or mm-hmm. threw a shot glass or 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 if she dropped a bag of bricks or uh-huh. something. But she. She launched the brick. She was on some gangster shit, though. Well, it was like because it was the it was the it was the sixties, and it was um, it was Stonewall was like the one gay bar in Manhattan, and it was like it all the bars were owned by the mob. 
Oh, yeah. So okay. They, now it's ringing a bell. Because yeah, they, they were talking about that shit on, on the deuce on HBO. Yeah, like, exactly. there's a thing. Okay. So they, they made a conscious decision to make it a gay bar because they knew that they could fuck them over and they wouldn't go, nothing was going to happen about it. So they was like, right. water down the drinks, treat them like shit, like the toilets will overflow. They right. didn't have no running water. They would just dip the glasses in a bucket of water and, and reuse them, you know, like, uh-huh. and, they, and they knew they could get away with it. Right. But it was, they did let gay people there. And, and, and back then it was like the, the mayor had made it illegal to, it wasn't explicitly illegal to be gay, but it was illegal to dress for a man to dress as a woman. Okay, now let me ask you this. Do you, as a black man, do you find it hard to care about that shit? No. You know what I mean? Because I feel like I be, like, a lot of black people, like, they kind of... Nah, nah, so... Well, some niggas be so, but I mean, they kind of, like... I've just noticed in talking to people, especially black people, kind of, like, itemizing the struggle, kind of, like, making, like, this hierarchical list of it. So it's, like, I feel like sometimes black people don't be wanting to hear about that shit today. Like, well, niggas still can't not get the police called on. I used to think think like that, too, but, 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 um, but then, you know, it hit me one day, or maybe somebody was, somebody, somebody checked me, whatever. Mm. And because for you to think like that, you would have to believe that there there ain't no trans or gay people that's black. Fact. So, like, on top of being black, right, they're right. also that to... they're also that other thing that makes yeah. it even that's harder. What, that's what kind of really brought it home for me. It was like, it, I, or my thoughts on it have always been, in terms of anything with the the LGBT, you know, Q community. I'm like, it's black people in that community, right? So, we are in that community. So, I can't, you can't put that shit to to me. You can't put that shit to the side. You yeah. know what I mean? But beyond that, even if you go beyond race, I just feel like just as people and human beings, like yeah, I mean, discrimination is some foul shit. I, 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 you think, know what I'm saying? I think a lot of black people are, um, a lot of black people feel like that just because it's like, uh, I think the, the gay community as a whole is more organized and more powerful than the black community in terms of like our ability to get shit done, especially in certain places. I mean, not, mm. not, in the country, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak, but like, you know, um, in California, especially. I mean, at least at least that's the perception that like uh-huh. that like they're better off than we are. You know. Oh well, I, I feel like any black people that feel that not reading enough. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I think I think you know what it is. I think I think it, sometimes even outside of race, I think it just be about everybody being annoyed. So I think anytime any group like start really getting some shine and you got to hear about a lot, I think oh, these niggas come with it and like roll their eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like I think yeah. it, I think it has a lot to do with that too. So people feel like, oh, you can't you can't say nothing about nobody. You, can't. you know what I'm saying? Niggas be like, oh, you can't say nothing about no, yeah. no trans. It's just like, but you know, also, nah. but just, just in terms of just safety though, too. Mm-hmm. Like it's hard to be safe as a black person, right? You know, it's hard to just be oh. somewhere and just not have to. Yeah. But, but then I don't know, man. But then because... the trans community be like, yeah, it's double that if you try. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and what it, you, you know, know what, it, what it really boils down to is that most of the time when I meet, um, when I meet people that don't, especially black people that don't feel what I'm, what I, what we were just talking about. Right. It's cause they don't know any trans people. They don't know any gay people. Mm. They don't know. Cause I, cause I, cause I have a gay uncle that was like very dear to me. Right. So it was like, we it, all do. <laughs> right, right. But it was but, easy for me to, to get into, to, cause, cause like somebody I love is gay right. or trans. 
that's much easier. And, and like in the more, and cause even, cause okay. So even being when I was, after I was able to accept my gay uncle, it's like, I didn't know any trans people till I moved to San Diego. Okay. And I still had these ignorant views about it. Cause I ain't no shit about it. And it's, and it's easy to not give a fuck about people that you see as far away from you. Right. And I think you know? that's the thing too, in the, in the black community, that's like, I think the hate and the homophobia be like, be hyped a lot. Because I don't think it's like, I don't think it's always like, oh, black people hate trans or don't give a fuck about gay shit like that. I think we kind of grew up with uh, knowing gay people and like, you know, having gay uncles and gay cousins. But I think in a way they were always kind of like isolated or, or itemized. And we didn't think of like our gay uncle or gay cousin or whatever actually have issues within that community oh, themselves. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I just usually be like, gay like oh he just like to wear pink clothes or fuck niggas and shit right. you know what I'm saying but you don't think like oh no they have their own issue about what it's like to go through life that yeah. way and and politically as well you know what I'm saying you don't really think about you know you ain't grow up thinking about politics connected to somebody being gay or no. transgender you know what I'm saying no not at all niggas get into politics about being niggas late too you know what I'm saying so it's like so you know when it comes to like gay and transgender that's not you know there's not a lot of education about that Early yeah. on, you know what I'm saying. I'm about. I'm all about revenge. Yeah, think, yeah, man. I don't think the. I don't think politics is. <laughs> maybe that's just me because I want to be entertained. But like, I just want. I think they should form like a, like a group, like the Black Panthers, like some gay Black Panthers, like the Pink Panthers, and just go out. That there. shit would be lit. Because <laughs> here's the thing, you you know everybody know you not beating gay dudes in the fight. Nah, like it's bro. not happening, bro. No, no, no real talk. I've like, seen. <laughs> Some my, of the straightest, toughest dudes my, they ass with. My, my, <laughs> uncle, my uncle, before he died, and I don't know if this started in D.C. or, or where, but they had, they basically had, it was gangs. It was gay, gay yeah. They, they, called, they called themselves houses. And oh. it was like, it was like, whoever was the, whoever was the mother of your house, that's, uh-huh. that's what your gay last name was. So like my uncle, these niggas are organized. Yeah, <laughs> like, my, my uncle belonged. That's better than uh, straight gangs. You don't get no yeah. type of uh, the only, last name. The only two I know in DC is one was called the House of Khan, uh-huh. and one was called the House of Pendarvis. That's what my uncle belonged to, and it was like, yeah, nigga, it was like it was like when one of them said when my uncle was like, yo, I'll make a phone call and shut this bitch down. Like he meant that shit. That shit he make good. a phone call, an SUV. The <laughs> uncle was up. a gay gangster. He wasn't a gangster, but but, he, but he it was, was just connected. like it was like they formed because they used to um. They used to have drag competitions, uh, so it was okay. like it was like your house versus my house or or whatever, right? Mm. And but it was like it started out as just a way of like we need to stick together to protect ourselves. And you know ain't that how all gangs start? Yeah, some positivity <laughs> shit. And then it's like, and oh it's shit, like, we running in motherfuckers' house, right? Because then because then we got power. Now yeah, we have power. It's like old. it's like yeah, right. yeah. So I, it, to me, it's like that was always so fascinating. I think somebody shot a documentary about it or something. Louis, mm. I think Louis did or something. But now he. Well, you know. He tossed it aside. <laughs> Which, did you see the uh, Sarah Silverman? Did you see anything? I, I, I heard about that. She was saying Louis jerked off in front of her. She she would consent. Yeah, I, I feel. I feel. I mean, I see. But I don't understand why she thought it was necessary to put that out there. Yeah. That, when that, I read it, I was like. Because that's, not a, got, good, that's not a good look. Stop with that shit. I think beyond being a good look, it's just like there's nothing that was like. I mean, maybe it was relevant to her, but you'll be, I mean, I just feel like that's like we sitting and we talking and somebody else hitting and then they just bring mm-hmm. up some shit. And it's like, that don't have shit to do with what we talking about though. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like it's like, 
that was some clickbait shit. Like, you know that that was going to be the title of this article and people was going to, you know what I'm saying? Even if it was coming from a genuine place, that's some shit I would have held. I was like, that don't really oh, have shit to do you, with. You don't think she was trying to like, yeah, because what, what did he, what did she hope to accomplish by saying that? I don't know. The, the way I interpreted the article, she was saying like, maybe, I, I felt like she was saying maybe he didn't know where to draw the line because- there were people that allowed him to do like, hey, yeah, was, this is fun. This is cool. Pull your dick out. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Maybe he took that shit a little too far or something. I don't know. Yeah. I, well, I, I try to stay out of white people, bro. I, I, well, that's, <laughs> dude, that's my solution to it. I stay out of white people business, I, man. I explain, I explain this to, I tried to explain this to somebody the other day where it's like, that's not a black person problem. Like, if, if those had been black women, we would have never heard about Monique it. Monique would have beat the shit out of Louis. <laughs> right. Exactly. We, Someone would have whooped his ass. Like, or they just would have clowned his ass and we would have never pulled his dick out again. But they damn sure wouldn't have been traumatized. That, nah. that, because it's like, that, that, um, you know. And not that that makes white women whatever for being traumatized. No, but, but it's, but it's it just, like. But it's like just you, saying. It's like you can't expect, like, if I, you know, it's like if I'm if I'm real hungry, you know, and I'm walking down the street and, and, and there's a homeless dude on the corner. He's like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, I'm starving. You know what I mean? It's like, that don't mean shit to him. Mm-hmm. He's starving for real. Right. I'm just hungry. Right, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you, yeah. you, you, you got to look at who you... Who you who, talking who to you, about Who shit. you talking to. And like, you can't expect... Because intellectually, I know what, what he did was fucked up. And it had some kind of effect on them. But mm-hmm. emotionally, I don't connect to that. Yeah, I felt... I used to feel the same way about that shit. I'm going to tell you what recently fucked me up and changed my whole perspective what? on all this shit. So, you know, it's like yoga, right? Okay. Uh... The nigga that created Birkum Yoga, I think I'm saying it right, Birkum Yoga, whatever. It's it's like hot yoga, basically. Okay. The wife had me listen to a podcast. Turns out this nigga is like a fucking sexual, just deviant, uh, rapist nigga. Oh, damn. Right? But he, you know, he got like hella rich off this shit or whatever. And, you know, he was raping yoga students and all that shit, right? Like, kind of like on some Louis shit, like touch my dick, like, you know, some wild shit. Or okay. Like, it just went crazy, right? And uh, we were dialoguing about it, and I really realized it's really levels to sexual assault for women. And so I'm like, because there was one one part of podcast where this girl, he raped her, and then she went back to a yoga conference and ended up alone with him in the hotel room. And she was like, even after he had raped her, he was like calling her and she was answering the phone. So I'm like, why would she answer the phone? This nigga just did the horrible shit. Or why would she be, why would she go back to a place and be isolated with him after this thing happened like three months ago? Right. And, uh, listening more to the podcast, some shit had dawned on me that it's like, it's levels to sexual assault. And because this dude was older and she was like 18 and her peers were like 18 and they viewed him in this leadership role. One of the, one of the ladies came on. She was like, as she was telling the police, you know, when she found out she was telling the police, she was telling the police, you, you, do you guys understand like what incest is? Cause this is the equivalent of that. Cause this guy was like a father figure to him. And then something hit me. It's like shit like that do happen with black women. It just happened in a different way, but it's the same shit. Cause it's like, I know a bunch of black women that have been raped by their uncles and their grandfathers and their older cousins at the cookout, and they never they never told nobody. And you go, damn, why they ain't tell no? You think black women strong or whatever the case may be? Because the difference is, they might not have had the yoga situation, right? Because in the black family, you taught like nobody 
can do shit to you but the family. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like you, you know, for example, you, you're not going to find like a whole bunch of cases where like a teacher is just like, hey, black girl, stay here. I'm a rapist. He's like, boy, get the fuck out of my face. You ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit ain't going to fly. Right. But that same girl, that situation was like, oh, but her uncle was touching her or, or all this other shit. You know what I'm saying? Because we're kind of taught in our community that everything's okay concerning family. Like we respect family. It's, right. it's a tight knit thing. You know what I mean? And so that kind of like, you know, really opened up my eyes. Like, oh, I kind of, I kind, I'm understanding. Yeah, I didn't think about it shit. like that. You know what I mean? More because I guess what I and as a man, you have that privilege. We just looking at shit from a physical perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? Leave the room, do whatever. Mm-hmm. We're not thinking about it from a mental perspective. But also, I was thinking about as a black man, so I'm thinking about his physical and I'm thinking mental. Like I know sisters would have slapped the shit out of Louis. You know what I mean? But I, then I, I, was I like, know damn. some that would have, but that don't mean yeah. everybody got that. The same thing. And then I'm like, but damn, I know a lot of strong sisters that took them a long time to say that, like, yo, my stepfather was raping me and I didn't tell my mother. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, you know, I've kind of, I'm growing to a place where I'm not putting color on pain. You know what I mean? I'm not putting race on pain. I'm just letting, I'm just accepting pain for pain. You know what I mean? Right, Because right. after a while, it, it it starts to dilute whatever the actual issue is. You know what I mean? So if sexual assault is an issue, I don't want to keep putting on what a black chick would have did. You know what I mean? It's could, funny, you can do, but it ain't true. Because you can do that to anything. Exactly. And just erase somebody. You can do that with the trans shit. Yeah, you know right, what I'm saying? So right. I've just been getting to a place where it's like, you know what? That is what it is. And- Niggas is on that bullshit. It's like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't want to keep, you know what I mean? That's just for me personally. Because no, you, like, no, you, you can do right. that shit all day. You know what I mean? And then you could like not care about shit because like, well, it ain't happened to a nigga. Or, you, know you, know what, what I mean? you know what kills me though is what, why do we, um, why do we settle for the low hanging fruit? Like when they go, when we go after these kind of people, right? Where it's like, okay, Louis uh-huh. jerked off in front of people and he, he didn't really lose that much. I mean, you said he lost. He said he lost thirty million dollars in one day, or the thirty million dollars he didn't make in one day, but he right. still got plenty of money. You know? Yeah. But my point is just that, because the evil shit in that situation wasn't the jerking off in front of these women; it was the threatening them, like, "Yo, you you ain't gonna work in this business again mm-hmm. if you say something." You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. the people that did that threatening, like the people behind Louis, mm-hmm. they just got off scot free. Mm-hmm. Like ain't nobody talking about the the, the accomplices in a way, right? No, uh, or even the even the, the grand orchestrators. It's like it's like right. these they're they're professional because I don't know if it was his agent or his manager or his, right, 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 whatever. But it was like these people was. Oh, you saying why just go after Louis? Right. Well, he's the easy target. Is what I'm saying. But he, well, I, think, he I think he's the I think he's the face of it. But he ain't the. What I'm saying is you could you you, you could you could. Pluck him out the game and throw somebody else in there. Oh, you said it'd be a and, and, and that, that same organization will protect that person from the fucked up shit they do. Oh, so you saying they need they need to hit Hollywood with the Rico? <laughs> they do. They do. Anybody standing around here getting it? Too. This place is a fucking swamp, man. Yeah, it really, it really is the same thing with Harvey Weinstein. It's like all the people around him that had, that, that, that had to protect him. But you know, I'm a some uh, Sinbad had said in you know that was a more articulate thing that I was thinking is like. Where do the 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 male family members of these women be? Because it's like, bro, I'm, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's just no, I, because, I think that I, of, I'm not I'm not excusing any of that, but I I just feel like as men we got to do a better job of protecting women, bro. Because here's the thing, you know what it really is, and I'm, this shit was on my is that the real reason this shit can exist 
because it's not off the table for men in terms of how we govern ourselves. You know what I mean? mean? Because I feel like there's a there's an unspoken role rule, a code among men of whatever culture to mind your damn business. You know what I'm saying? Dude, I have, like, like, I have stay, like three episodes that's named that. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And we just kind of roll. You know what I'm saying? You know, yeah. you be like, oh, you know, you know this nigga Brian be beating his girls. Mm-hmm. Like, Dang, that's fucked up. Me, my, my, my bit. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that has carried on so much that it's led to like horrific shit. Because all dudes is just minding their business. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you know, when they go in there, he be fucking like, oh, that's crazy. Not, not just mind, mind your business, business, but, but mind, don't mind another man's business. Yeah, specifically, that's what don't right. mind another man's business. And yeah. so if you find out that a dude is doing horrible shit, you know, most times a dude ain't going to call the police on another man. You know what I'm saying? You just be like, oh, that's crazy. Mind my business. You know what I mean? I've been yeah. around so many situations where dudes know that a guy they associate with, even if they ain't best friend, is like a, a woman beater. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? And if they catch him and that, it's like, oh, come on, man, that's crazy. You got to chill out. Ain't nobody going to call the police, though. Ain't nobody going to, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, mind my business. Yeah, nigga, be, think, beat her when I'm gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like the, you know what I mean? We don't want to know about it. Like, man, that shit is crazy. And I think that, that shit is like, left a lot of women unsafe because it's just a rule that men have. You know what I'm saying? Even now, niggas, niggas be kind of scared to talk about this shit. Like, you're not gonna get a lot of men that really want to talk about what's, what's sexual the, what's the solution? shit, huh? What's the What's the solution to that, bro? Niggas gotta start intervening. And, and some of the solutions are just talking about that shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But niggas don't want to talk about that shit. How many podcasts you really heard of dudes actually talking about sexual assault that 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 don't venture into like? I mean, but what about when they are lying, though? What they going to do about that? Oh. What about the woman that did it? Did it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Something that just like, nah, we just going to talk right. about the niggas that did do it. Let's just talk about that shit. Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah. What's your opinions on that shit? That's that the main conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because that the, shit is uncomfortable. Because the truth is, everyone knows, everyone exactly. knows somebody that, everyone knows somebody that didn't, um, that's been falsely accused of something by one because we because our minds immediately go to all the you, sneaky bitches we've ever met. Yeah, right? or you or you go into self preservation. That's right. why the the mind right. your business that it's self because you know if the shit come to your house you want mm-hmm. you want niggas to give you the the benefit, the benefit of the doubt, doubt so you don't yeah. want to talk to you know what I mean. But that then shit the, but then but then the other side of that is almost every woman you know has had some shit happen to them, like actually had some shit. Right. So and, it's like should I be. Should we be more concerned about some shit that's like a point zero 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 chance that it could happen to us? Yeah. You know what I mean? And let's focus on the shit that we know is actually happening to women or yeah. we going to, you but, know what I mean? And, and another thing too is, uh, you know, people have people's inability to check themselves because it's like, not only do, not only do uh, almost every woman you know has had some shit happen to them, but you have done some shit to, that, to right. women. Yeah. That you, know you I mean? that, you know, now you, now you're you older, and, and now you're older, and you have the vocabulary, and you have the insight. You can look back on it and really be honest with yourself, like, "Oh, damn, I made that woman, uh, you know, uncomfortable. Or I fucked, you know, right. I fucked her head up, or whatever, you know." Right. But don't nobody, because it's hard to do that. Cause, yeah, because men don't, men can't be wrong, because it is a patriarchal society. So men, we can't, can't, don't nobody wants to take the L. Nobody wants to feel like, like, I don't know. It's like nobody wants to be like, "Yo, I fucked up." 
You know what I mean? And leave it at that. Nobody cause, wants cause, that kind cause of because then because you, then you vulnerable because yeah because because you because you stop can't, being a bitch because you vulnerable because nah, because the thing is you can't if you because you can't because with a lot of what, what I think what a lot of men want is they want to be able to go I fucked up and have that be the end of it yeah but but that's but it was like and it's I, and it, it's I fuck, I'm sorry go ahead no no and it wouldn't be fair for that to be the end of it because it's because they also want women to do that too like yo this shit happened. I, I was right. Let that be the end of it. Right, right. But they don't get to do that. Oh, oh, girl was 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 testifying on some shit that happened like thirty years ago at the, the Brett shit in front of like the whole world. Oh, you talking about the Supreme Court? Then? Yeah, in front uh-huh. of like the whole world, she had to re go through that shit, and I'm like, damn, I know niggas that got raped in prison by other niggas, and you, you know what I'm saying? And they gonna take that shit to the grave. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like you know, I think. You know, we not really looking at this shit from a perspective of caring about women. We looking at it's like, oh, they on that shit again, but and we don't. This is another thing too is we don't doubt men when they claim to be like. If a man did tell me that, I wouldn't. I would never go to the place of, are you sure? You if know, you saying if a guy told you if a if a dude told if one of my male friends oh, told me that somebody sexually assaulted him or oh, raped you, him, oh okay, I wouldn't. I would never be like. Question, I wouldn't question them. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Because so, I'm because in my mind I'm like, why would a dude make that up? Yeah, exactly. But when it's a when it's a woman, well, so you got so many questions. Yeah, you got all like, these. Where was you at? What time was it? Yeah. Oh, so you went up to the hotel? <laughs> oh, right. Here we go. Right. They always try. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's that. I think that's what I think the reason men don't want to talk about because if you look hard enough and we really start to unpack that, is it's going to be the blame is going to be on us actually. You know what I mean? Yeah. And niggas don't want niggas don't want to accept that. You know what I mean? Or it's like you don't. It it's it's it must be the same feeling as like when you try to get white people to be take yeah. responsibility. It's like for they don't really want to unpack racism. that shit because right. they're gonna have to. That there's some responsibility attached to it. Even mm-hmm. it's responsibility attached to it. Even if your white lineage had nothing to do with some bro, right. or whatever the fuck you want to say, it's the same thing with so like, just men. So you're period. Saying, even if you lived, even if you've lived a perfect life as a man. You still have responsibility. Hell yeah. Dismantling. Fact. You could pull up my old resume. I've never had any of those issues. And when I see that shit, I be feeling responsible like I did this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I've always, I've, you know, since a young and I've always been very serious about protecting women, but it's because I love my mama. I love my sister. I love the women that's in my life. So I was on some. Back in the day shit, like, if any of that ever came up, we riding. Who is it? Where he stay at? Like, it, it, it was it was immediately thoughts of violence. It wasn't no... But a lot no, of times... There wasn't though, no negotiation about that. A lot of times, though, they don't want violence on their behalf. You know, they just want to... They want it to be over. Well, yeah. But that I'm just talking from... You know, oh, I suffer yeah. from 57% <laughs> toxic masculinity. So, I'm, I'm with all that shit. Yeah. You know, no, but I'm just saying, you know, saying that to say that. I've, I've always kind of, like been I guess an advocate in more real life terms I guess it, I don't know but saying that to say that like I still feel the responsibility you know what I mean yeah. even if I've never raped nobody you know what I mean I still feel like hey I'm a man and I'm a part of the culture of niggas minding their own business you know what I mean mm-hmm. you know yeah, I'm a part of that you know what I mean I've never like knowingly turned a blind eye to something like that. No, you know what I'm saying. But you've been in the barber shop. You know, what I mean? you've been in a home and somebody tells you like, "Hey, that nigga, you know, he be he wild. He be you know what I'm saying." You be like, "Man, what?" 
you know, in your own mind, you gotta say, oh, I'm gonna stay away from him. I don't fuck with that. Or even her somebody go, yo, I slapped the shit out of her. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're like, oh. Yeah. Cause then you know, like, oh, uh, if I say something, I'm gonna have to get into it. We're gonna be fighting in the barbershop. They ain't even my girl. You know what I'm saying? Again, right. you go to like me, mind my business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, there is that. There is that. I mean, that's you, you know? putting your yeah, you're gonna have to throw hands. Yeah, at least in the black community. I feel like in the white community, you could, you can, you know, yeah. they they'll hurl insults or accusations. And, and I don't want, yeah, and, yeah. and I don't want anybody listening to to, to get the wrong idea because my episodes is about minding your business on about oh. on about, uh, oh, that's so funny. On about sexual assault. That. It's yeah. a, most of the time it's a, it's about uh, you know uh, white white people calling the police on black people right, for, right, right. for like little shit. Yeah, and it's like. Fellas, we need to it's stop like, minding yeah. our business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mind, that's crazy. I didn't, I didn't even. You got to know when, yeah. when to mind your business because that's yeah. still that's still a rule. But just right. not when it comes right. to sexual assault, sexual assault <laughs> and rape and straight up victims. When there's actual victims of crimes, yeah. when when it's when the shit that you know for sure is going on, you don't have to mind your business. I'm, yeah. I'm just talking about when you just what are they doing over there type shit. Yeah. You know, I just feel like I just feel like a lot of men have lost lost to slap the shit out another men thing too because i just feel like a lot of that shit wouldn't be going on like if louis knew like yo if i pull my dick out in front of her it's gonna be like it's gonna be 30 niggas down in the lobby waiting on, like you know that shit wouldn't be happening man. Nah, yeah, yeah it would because he because because he because he would just find someone that he knew wasn't protected like that I, that's what i'm saying but what if like all women were protected that's a fantasy i know because see the, but this, what if this is where my what if, yeah. this is where my inner cynic comes out where I'm uh, like okay the solution would be if men stood up and but it ain't gonna happen because men be wanting to treat women how they want to well, so. well I just think we because I've never seen evidence of a society transforming from one thing to the other like and mm. maybe this is just me being a That's cynic, but I think with this shit, I all have to fall apart first, and then we we. Oh, I'm a destroy and rebuild type we, yeah. nigga, though. So I, I'm I'm on your boat. Yeah, yeah. But, but, you got to burn shit up. And maybe that's, but maybe that's not true. It just seems like that's the only way. From oh my no, no, no! I'm a forge by fire believer yeah. as a fact. I mean, I I know that if we if we if shit destroyed and we re, and we rebuilt differently, shit would be different. But I'm saying I don't know if I don't know if it's impossible to to transform. Oh, without that, without without it all falling apart first. Ah, oh. because I'm saying, I'm telling myself that maybe that's just because that's easier for me to believe. No, no, no. no. It's have a, a lot of it has to do with being black. We, we a lot of this shit we can't believe. But do you feel like society is transforming at all now? I feel like there's a some. I don't I don't know how to describe, but I feel like there's a transformation know. going on without. I, I have I a lot. Know. I have a lot of doubt. I have a lot. I have a lot. Of, <laughs> oh, you are cynic. <laughs> yeah, I have a lot of doubt. Just because you know what, I because I it does feel that way. It does, but at the same time, I I I live in Southern California and I'm on social media, mostly comedians, mm. mostly liberals. So I'm in that bubble. And yeah. So, and so so every day I wake up and I'm bombarded with these things that make it feel like it's changing. But yeah, but then whenever that's true. whenever I step outside that bubble, yeah, it's always like, oh shit, shit I is not that because I was gone for a couple months. I was like, yo, yeah, the the world is different outside of LA. It, it really is, bro. It's different outside of New York. Like when you you know you get to some other places, you like, oh, bro. I remember shit. The, the, I did a show. I did a show outside of LA, and I had a um. And I remember asking, and I, because I had a joke I had to set up with, with something, and I said, "So, um, so, which women here are feminists or whatever?" And nobody raised their hand. Uh-huh. And not only that, but one lady was like, "Fuck no!" And I was <laughs> yeah, like, "Yeah, what? yeah, yeah." Like I was so. Oh, cool. I heard. I was in DC, and I heard like 
some shit about that where like they don't fuck with feminists. Like yeah, women. I was women like that were actively like upset that there were women who were okay with uh there were they were upset that there are women who are okay with men not opening the door for them. I just see that all oh, that little shit is dumb to me. It was like you know, but that you know what I'm saying. Just yeah. it just goes fuck like there are women like no we you know what I mean they. They want that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you, you bitches take your rights and go somewhere else. But but to be like, it, to me, that's like that's like meeting a black person and you like, you know, you know, you're like, how you feel about civil rights? And I'm like, man, fuck civil rights. Like yeah. what? Yeah. It, it it so it's so it's hard for me to, you know, it's hard for me to answer that question honestly and say, right, right. yeah, for sure the world is changing. I mean, yeah. maybe, maybe it is, but it's changing at a way slower pace than it's, <laughs> than it feels like, you know, because. Yeah. We are, we do live in this echo chamber now where it's like you, if, yeah, yeah. if all you get all your news from social media, which most of us do get most of our news from Twitter, Instagram, yeah, it's like you, you can feel like anything if you only around, yeah, you know, just around that shit. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, man. I, I want it to be, I want that to be true, but it's a difference between what you want to be true and what's true. Yeah. So fuck. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say no. If I had to, <laughs> if I was forced to answer, I would say the world is just as shitty yeah. as it's always been. Yo, you're a true definition of a cynical motherfucker. Because <laughs> nah, you, you, you know why I love it? Because you said no at every level you can say no at your explanation. You're like, I got doubts. I'm not sure. I mean, sometimes I see it like this, but I worry. Like, you just use a lot of words that like, no, nigga. Yeah. Well, no, because I'm, I'm thinking. But I fucked I'm, trying, I'm trying to think about it as you, I'm saying. Yeah, I just like that through your process, it was a no at each step. You was like, so I'm going to go with no. I'm yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's a no. Yeah. It's a no, dog. I fucked with it, though. Yeah, I I, um, I don't know, but but I'm... I, I'm not a as a comic. I feel like I have to maintain that distance from things. You know what do you mean? Um, because I don't like I don't like I don't like comedy with an agenda. You know what I mean? I think comedy has to be funny first. Say more. Say more. What the agenda like? Like I don't think I don't I don't write. Ju- I don't want to ever be the person that decides what my point is and then tries to write a joke about that to to that point. I always try to see what's funny first. Mm-hmm. And then if it has a point, then that's awesome. But if it, you know, it doesn't have to. Uh, and, you go just straight. It, is this funny? Yeah, like I'm, I'm totally against this wave of like comedy doesn't have to be funny. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm against. A, that. I, I don't, I don't fuck with that. But I also don't. I no longer write trying to find the funny first. Like funny is not my first stop anymore. What's your first stop? Uh, how I feel. And then I get to, and then, but I feel like you do comedy long enough, you know that you can get to the funny. Because I feel like, I feel like stand-up, as a stand-up, your process kind of go in different phases. I don't know how it was with you, but like for me, when I first started doing, I feel like when you're first doing stand-up, you just want to see if you can be as funny as you are with the homies or all the people that told you that you was funny. Like, all right, let me try to reduplicate that energy right right now on stage, right? You either find out you can or you can't, but either way, then you have to learn to actually be a comedian by textbook standards of going up and doing sets. You know what I mean? And then I feel like you kind of hit another process once you learn how to be funny in this whatever medium of what it means to be on stage, I feel like then you're trying to, like, another wave is that, all right, now you're just, again, trying to get back to being as funny as how you used to be naturally, which, you, you know what I mean? And so just for me, I'm not I'm not thinking about, for me, it's limiting to write with funny in mind, if that makes sense. So funny is not my first stop, because I'm like, you know, I'm always funny, 
like in real life and on stage and all that. So for me, I do a disservice to myself if I'm writing like, all right, is this funny? You know what I mean? More so, I look for truth within myself. Like, oh, how do I feel about this? But do you? you, know you what I mean? Okay, so once you, but, once but you, I'm not with the all these specials. That's like, I ain't got no jokes. <laughs> but right, I'm that's what I mean. Outraged it's, about something. Nah, I'm not at, with that. At the, at the end of the my day, because my shit is going to be funny. You know, what I'm, I'm just saying in the process right. of. Of writing, I don't start with the funny, right. it's, but well, it's always going to end there. With everything you say, it's got to eventually. Yeah, it's, it's got to be funny. I, I'm not right? even. I, I I like for my shit to be funny all the way throughout. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think I'm kind of like from that school. I'm not even with the like. I'm not. I'm not just trying to hold until we get to the punchline. I'm trying to. We gonna laugh at the setup. We gonna laugh in the middle. I like to have it all the way through. That's just me though. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there is, you know, it is interesting. This wave of. Uh, Shit, kind of. I guess not having a punchline or not being comedy. I don't. I don't hate that shit. I think you know it just. Oh, it's like hip hop now. I think we gotta open up definition. You know, just kind of like how we're defining shit. You gotta let the whack shit in. Not even. Not even the whack shit. I think we just gotta. We gotta kind of separate shit and say, okay, this is what this is, but this ain't that. You know what I'm saying? It's like. You know how, like, if you look at rap, you know, you got all the new young guys, and it's cool to hate all the new young guys or whatever, but it's like, they are musicians, they are making music, you know what I mean, even if you don't fuck with it, so I'm not going to go like, oh, that ain't, that ain't rap, you know what I mean, I'm just going to say, this may not be what rap was, or the definition we're using, but this is rap for this generation, yeah. you know I mean, what I'm saying, I think, I think it's just important to separate it, it's shit. It's that, the, the, it, what, what used to be valued. Is not valued anymore. That's what. Yeah. That's what the old old school people hate about the new shit. Is like. Yeah, and that's like, how. But that's lyr- how lyricism the, used to be. Right. Valued. And that's how the game go yeah. about everything, though. So, yeah. like, when I see comics doing specials or doing shit that you know, as we would call, it, like, oh, this shit ain't about being funny. It's not funny. I go. The game is evolving, and that's cool. Is it though? Because 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 to me, that's mm-hmm. the equivalent of like somebody bringing you some uh some uh. Some ramen noodles with some chopped up hot dogs in, and 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 now they, you know, now they put on the level with like Bobby Flay, you know what I mean? Or nah, somebody when it's that's, like this that's, cooking, that's, cooking that's, is evolving. It's no, like, no, 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 no. That's blog shit. I ain't talking blog shit. I'm talking like real shit. That's 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 the that's the troll that blogs do to make niggas like you upset. <laughs> you can't fall for that shit. No, it's you, like no. There's put it this way. If we was just like at the Bob show, we just kicking it with the homies and shit. You would never, we would, we would never even almost put like, I don't know who's rapper to just kind of like, hey, we would never almost put mystical in the same conversation as Biggie. That would never even like almost happen. Right. Right. But bloggers will do shit like that. You see what I'm saying? And con- con- misconstrue it. So it's not like real people don't, real people never make those kind of mistakes. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, the people. Put, yeah, you got to the people. Only the niggas mm-hmm. in the industry that are around it, that are trying to create in the narrative, do that shit. I've never heard a person be like, yo, Mystical could give it to this nigga. Pop. <laughs> bar for, like, that never, ever happened. And I feel like it's the same thing with comedy. Nobody ever... The people don't misconstrue those things. You know what I'm saying? Some do. The people, the people, uh, the, the people that the people that read the people that read those blogs to find out what's dope. They, they, I think they, they know when they, they misconstrue. It. Yeah, no, I don't think they no, do. They I don't. Think it's the blogs. Bro. They don't because they don't because you gotta you gotta understand. A lot of people don't have soul. They don't have no soul. They don't have that. 
They don't have that sense they, of, they, of, what, of what's they, dope. They know what... Even stupid people be knowing shit. And what I mean by that, <laughs> real shit. Right. And so, like, listen, you do stand-up. We do stand-up. You do it all over the country, all over the world. When you doing, you feel that shit when you be at shows that people know the difference. You know what I'm saying? In terms of, like, live, when they see that shit, they know, like, okay, this nigga has jokes, this shit is funny, and then this person is doing this all. You know how I know? Because, because of all these fucking categories now, people can actually purchase tickets or go to the shit that they prefer which shows okay you know that this is a difference there are people who know like soundcloud rapper or like oh this comic never has punchlines, but they have this really deep insight about social issues they go for that because if not niggas would just go see cat williams or who you know what i'm saying like i all that to say people are not buying people don't often buy tickets to the wrong yeah. comedy the show. game the game polices itself is what you're saying base yeah, yeah you I said it better you it police it polices itself i, I believe but that. i feel like the trolls get niggas worked up like man that shit ain't and then you kind of like arguing about something that don't has to be argued because i tell you what you know like the same way with rappers none of the soundcloud rappers ever misconstrue and think that they like are lyricists the same way I think the comedians that do those kind of like neat specials that I guess are not stand up comedy they never feel like oh I'm 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 you know what I mean I think they're aware of what they're doing that this is an art piece you know what I mean that's meant to be received differently and push the boundaries of I don't know a nigga's attention span or whatever the fuck that is you know what I'm saying Yeah I feel you you know um we got to wrap it up Oh for sure um I don't know. You know what? Let's yeah. Let's do that. Uh, let's do our Black History moment. Fuck okay, it. I'll do it now. Maybe maybe I'll do. It. I can always edit it later. But uh, okay. How what's what's the Black History moment? Um, I'm gonna go with Matthew Henson. Just real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it, cause I'm not gonna do a deep dive here. But Matthew Henson was the first uh person to step foot on the North Pole. Okay. He he left America. Went to Greenland, hooked up with uh, the white dude that ended up getting credit for it. Um, <laughs> and I can't remember his name, but he, uh, but he, they both went on the expedition together. But Matt, uh, Matthew was technically the first person to step foot uh-huh. on the North Pole. But uh, obviously, when they got back, I mean, he was almost not only was he not giving credit, but he was just completely. He was acting like the nigga ain't go. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Exactly. I didn't see him after we got off the plane. So yeah, it was like. Oh, you know, like we were like, "Hey, Mister White Man, what a great thing you did!" Excuse me, can I can I get a coffee, two sugars? No yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, look <laughs> um, straight up, uh, and that's but that's pretty much the only significant thing that he did in his life, like as far as affecting humanity. So uh, it was really nothing else. But I just think that's a dope. He's a dope uh, person that a lot of people don't ever really hear about you know this is true i've only seen the picture of him yeah i'm going to do more research on him because i'd be curious like what's the backstory how did this nigga end up there yeah i might do that i might do a deeper dive nice when, I, when I like you know what i mean how that came to be you know because he probably had to go through a lot of shit just to get there you know what i'm saying yeah. not just logistically i mean like they was probably yeah. like, nah, well, well, don't lose you let niggas out the house like that. My nigga, <laughs> my nigga, when I started this podcast and I decided to do the Black History thing at the end, it was like, it started, it just started getting heavier and heavier. Like, every story started out with like, born to the parents of slaves. Or yeah. Born as a slave. And it was, was too much. Maimed as a child. <laughs> and it always ended up with like, died in obscurity, broke oh, penniless, shit. no credit. Yeah. And I just couldn't, I mean, oh. I, start, I started finding better stuff, but it was yeah, like. Yeah, like. 
We ain't gonna do the bio on all y'all. <laughs> yeah, cause it's just hard. Cause then man. It's, sad. it's hard to read about it because he didn't have no redemption. And they like, yeah, he didn't get really credit for it yeah. after he died. So yeah, niggas, niggas die after the pinnacle point. Yeah, but it's yeah, some, it's some dope like triumphant joints. Though. Right, right. Uh, Shirley Chisholm was a dope one. Uh-huh. Um, um, uh, your boy, uh, oh, who was the fucking white dude that was the abolitionist? Um, John Brown. Okay. John Brown was a bad motherfucker, man. Word. Yeah, he was I a white abolitionist that was like on some Malcolm X shit. Yeah. Like, on some like arm these niggas. Did they kill him? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I figure. I'm oh, like, yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. They wait. killed him. They killed him. Wait. Not only did they kill they, him, they will kill white Malcolm X before black Malcolm oh, X. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they got his ass because he, he took over. A, like, he was not playing. Oh, like, he was really with him. Shit. Him and Harriet Tubman. Him and Harriet Tubman no took over. The Armory at Harper's Now that is the movie I want to see because they're doing they're doing the Harriet Tubman movie. I'm like, that's the one we should see. Fuck, oh, yeah. years later. Should, let me yeah, see the Harriet yeah. Tubman shit. Because Harriet Tubman was a bad motherfucker. Like, yeah. And the fact she that she, thorough. the fact that like, because because that all her John Brown and um and um Jefferson, mm. they were all alive around that same. I mean, not Jefferson, Frederick Douglass. Okay. They were all alive around that same like time and all um. And like kind of influence, like John um, Frederick Douglass was trying to stop John Brown, and Harriet Tubman was like, "I'm with it." Yeah, you know, and they so took they they took over a U.S. armory and was together. Going, yeah, oh, and was going nigga, t- they better have that in the movie. And they was, I, they were going to take fire. all the weapons and give them to slaves, uh-huh. and then and slowly like go from plantation to plantation, building up their slave armory and arsenal. Uh-huh. But they. You know, it it, it, yeah. it ended up not working out because I'm he sure. he showed some sympathy because he. Uh, he shot a uh, the, the uh, a train came uh-huh. and uh, a train came and shot uh, like so before they took over the the, the armory they they uh, they cut the telegram lines so nobody mm-hmm. could communicate out but then they took over the armory pretty easy because there wasn't that many guards and then and then a train came and that was like the only way that anybody was going to get a message out of the town okay so he they shot. They shot through the fucking conductor car of the train to stop the train. Mm-hmm. But it turns out the one person they killed was the only free black person on the train. Oh, and shit. And I don't know if he was feeling guilty about it or whatever the fuck, yeah. but he they let the train go. And that's how they got caught up because then they, oh, they came back with Marines. See, Harriet wouldn't have let that shit go. She was like, I, hey. Yeah, and I, it's not clear to me if she was still there when that right, went right, down. Right, right, right. But she was definitely yeah, she was definitely yeah. part of the the yeah, raid. They say Harriet laid a couple of niggas out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Harriet's gone. Yo, this is dope. Thanks for having me. Yeah, hey, um, you're not gonna plug your Twitter or yeah, shit. Yeah, I'm at LOL Trev on everything. Yeah, at LOL Trev. LOL Trev. All right, yeah, follow Trev. Follow me at BS Comedian on Instagram. And if you got any questions, rights, concerns, email me at BS with Brian Simpson at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. special teams gotta go, motherfucker. So I'm sewing up my things. See, I gotta plug these holes up for the winner. And all these rats come in and try to shed my dinner. Talking they working hard, niggas barely called a splinter. I'm all up in her. And when